Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats with Peggy Hoyt. Our goal is to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. For more information about creating a legacy for your pet or to listen to archive shows, visit AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Join your host, author, estate planning attorney, and animal advocate, Peggy Hoyt. Hello, pet lovers. Welcome to All My Children Wear Fur Coats. I'm your host, Peggy Hoyt, and this show is brought to you by the Law Offices of Hoyt and Brian, where we create estate plans for pets and their people. It's also brought to you by Animal Care Trust USA, a national nonprofit dedicated to keeping loved pets in loving homes. We do this by educating pet parents about the importance of creating a pet trust for the lifetime love and care of their loved pets. Today, I'm so happy you've joined us. We have our very special guest. He went from a rapper to a cat trapper. His name is Sterling Trap King Davis, and he is the owner of Trap King Humane. Welcome to the show, Sterling. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Well, I'm very excited to have you. Um, I'm sorry I didn't get to meet you in person recently, but I love seeing your face. I love the fact that we share um, being born in about the same area of the country. You were born in Detroit and I was born in Dearborn. But tell us a little bit about yourself. So, yeah, like you said, I was uh, born in Detroit, but I've been my family moved around like crazy. So I've lived some everywhere. Um, I started my organization, uh, the Trap King organization in Atlanta, Georgia, actually. And that was after uh, working with a shelter, working with the county shelter for about five years before I went on my own, started my own organization. Because I wanted to focus more on uh, cats, TNR, community cat care. And that's what I did. It was around 2017, I think I went on my own after my friends thought I was crazy for leaving rap. <laughs> I bet they did think you were crazy for leaving rap, but that has its pluses and minuses too, right? Yeah, yeah. And I, I always loved music. I've, I've loved music my whole life. So it wasn't, it was, it was more so the politics behind music that made it easier to leave. A lot of the stuff that meant big to me, that meant a lot to me, just wasn't the thing for the music. So it wasn't that difficult to leave. <laughs> okay. And you told me it was difficult. <laughs> yes. You told me that you were born loving animals. Tell me a little bit about that. I was. I've loved animals my whole life. It wasn't something that was taught. Uh, my grandmother, my mother, who I stayed with, they never allowed me to have pets in the house, really. I think, I, I think they may have let me have one dog once, but they wasn't really heavy on pets. My love just... It, it was in me. I don't know. Like I, I would stay outside and play with the feral cats because my grandmother wouldn't let me bring them in. And sometimes I would sneak them in the basement. So <laughs> I've always had a thing for, uh, for animals, especially cats, especially cats. Like it's real. It's a real serious bond with cats, but all animals, period. And why, why do you think you're drawn to cats? I don't, you know, I guess because that's what's in the neighborhoods I was always in like I moved around a lot and so you see a ton of stray cats all the time and it's for me you know I grew up in like abusive tough situations so you feel a little 
outcast alone voiceless and those cats the stray cats kind of resemble that they feel like when you see them out there and they scavenging for food and they don't have nobody to represent them or speak for them it's you feel like you can relate as a kid just like man they going through it like me when you're a child and you're going through something tough it could be you can make it really big so to find any living creature that may be feeling some of the pain you feel and then there it is think that helped me confide in them get close with them well i love that you recognize that and now you're a champion for feral cats it's an honor <laughs> it's an honor because i love them <laughs> that's good well and and so maybe with your persona you can help teach other men that um being a cat lover is cool hope so i'm trying i'm trying i want to before i got started in it everybody you know was looking at me as if what in the world why don't you have dogs like a lot of guys would be like ask me that why don't you get dogs or why you don't like dogs so i'm hoping i could break some of the stereotypes even with the the sadness in it all like a lot of times in rescue and cat rescue or animal welfare is it's looked at as tough, as strong, you know, hard. We pull the heartstrings. I want to make it look like a rock star. I want to, I'm hoping that it can be seen as a respected career. Like TNR Community Cat Care is actually a career and something that people should be proud of doing. Not something that's just always sad and depressing and hurting us. <laughs> yeah, well, I, th I think there is a lot of hope in it, though, especially for the cats, because... We know by looking at the numbers that trap, neuter, release or TNR or trap, neuter, return um, is is working to yeah. reduce the cat populations um, that are vulnerable. Yeah, yeah. And it's, and, you know, it's it's the alternative to death and euthanasia. I think if people really understand that that concept, then. You know, I, I think it's it's better to understand it. Like the alternative to this is euthanasia or death. So it's and it's dangerous for them to overpopulate and fight over resources in the area. So I'm hoping that people can really see that part and understand that everybody can do it. It's okay. I that's another thing too. I want to bring that aspect back. Volunteering is supposed to be fun and good feeling. Uh, so whether it's cats and TNR or anything, volunteering and, and selfless acts are supposed to make you feel good. And I think they that. do. Yes. And I, that's a very good point. When we can volunteer and get outside ourselves and do something kind for someone else, I think everyone benefits. Yeah. It's therapy. <laughs> It really is therapy. And, and like you, I, I'm drawn to the animals. I love the fact that my, you know, uh, big burly husband loves cats as well. And uh, at any point in time, you can see our cats, Forrest and Jenny, you know, sitting on his chest, sitting on his lap, trying to give him a kiss. Um, and he will be the first one to defend them always. Oh, yeah. I love it. We need we need more cat guys to represent. It's, a, it's you know, that's a big deal. I think it is a big deal. And I, I'm so glad that you're doing that. Um, so you're traveling around the nation right now. Tell us about that. Yeah. So uh, that's usually what I do. I my goal, I wanted to, you know, when I started, I was literally living out of conversion van and because I couldn't afford cat surgeries and rent, 
was a little crazy. So I was actually living out of my conversion van and uh, recently was able to upgrade finally to an RV, which I've been wanting forever. So now I have a big blue and purple RV with cats all over it. <laughs> the Trap King logo kind of looks more like the ice cream truck. <laughs> Very cool. We can't miss you coming down the road. Uh, you probably won't miss the, the Trap RV. <laughs> Honk it, if you see the Trap King, right? Right. It's funny because people uh, message me on social media sometimes. They'll take a picture and be like, hey, I was riding on the side of you. I saw your RV. This is crazy. <laughs> that is funny. Um, so it did just occur to me that maybe some of our listeners do not know what TNR is. So why don't you tell us a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah, that's the that's the, the main thing. So TNR is trap, neuter, and return. It's the humane alternative for death and euthanasia for stray and feral cat populations. So it's the process where I go out with humane traps. The cats are caught in humane traps, so they're not hurt. Uh, they're taken to low-cost spay and neuter vaccine clinics where they're spayed, neutered, vaccinated, and then returned back to their colonies. So this prevents overpopulation and spreading disease. I know a lot of people, uh, my bird people, shout out to all my bird people out there. I a lot of people will say that cats are an invasive species and it's not cool, but TNR is humane population control. So this is, is good if you like cats. It's good if some crazy way you don't like cats, but it's actually helping animals such as birds because it's a humane way of controlling the cat population. So on average, do you have any idea um, how long a cat lives on average if they live their lives as a feral cat? About three years on okay. the streets. Just feral three, it's, it's not really more, usually more than three years. I mean, they can go on, like right now I'm cat sitting for a cat that's uh, 17 years old. So indoors, you know, it's a different thing, but outdoors, it's, the average is probably about three years. So for again, for people that don't like cats, you think that feral cat outside, if they're spayed, neutered, vaccinated, you let them do their thing, they keep the stuff away that you don't want. And they'll probably be about their business soon. It's not it's not a hindrance to the community the way people would make it seem sometimes. So sure. I've had a, my longest lived cat that I had indoors was a 21 year old cat. Oh, yeah. He was my baby for a long time. And oh, uh, I, I had to tell my husband at one point, I said, he's my longest running relationship. So. <laughs> It wasn't until I'd been with my husband 22 years that he could uh, claim that superior status. <laughs> it's serious. Our relationship with our babies is serious. I, you know, that my cat, my cat, Rick James, one of my first cats I had changed my life. So, yeah, I definitely understand. Well, I noticed, too, you like to name your cats after uh, musical personalities. Oh yeah, that's a that's a that's an ongoing theme. Because <laughs> there's Alanis Muissette, Demita Joe. Demita Joe is actually Janet Jackson's middle name. Okay. Um, I have a cat named Bowie, <laughs> and um, because I share the same birthday with David Bowie, actually. Okay. And um, and then Rick James, who's no longer with us, was one of my, I mean, most serious relationships, like a life changing relationship with a cat. Wow. Okay. Well, and you were born in the city that's the host of Motown. How did you end up as a rapper? 
<laughs> right. <laughs> That's coming from traveling, boy. I, just all over the place. <laughs> but I, I think rapping, you know, I probably would have been in a band if I was better with instruments. <laughs> rapping was just, I was good at it. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I, as I said, I was born in that area. So I grew up on Motown and uh, I had a love affair from a distance with Michael Jackson. Um, <laughs> yeah. I love, I grew up, all the guys, I think that's where I, why I dressed kind of different all my life, because I grew up loving Michael Jackson, Prince, Jimi Hendrix, like those were the guys that I was really looking up to more than anything. Okay, yeah, I, um, I when I was uh, 15 or 16, my dad got me uh, front row seats to see Michael Jackson um, at a pretty small theater. And I'm convinced to this day that he actually winked at me. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's amazing. That, that was my big claim to fame. When right, right. That. But say, that's my story and I'm sticking to it. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, when people say, you know, who do you know that's famous? I'm like, you got to hear this story, right? Right. So, well, this is all about cats, so we're having fun talking about some music trivia, but uh, this is all about cats, and, and I'm, so I'm so grateful for what you do, but obviously, you can't do this without support, so tell us how people can support the Trap King mission. Well, um, you can go, the best way is to go to the website, www.trapkinghumane.org. Um, I'm all over social media uh instagram usually you'll see me in a ton of crazy cat stuff uh tnr i usually try to keep it fun on my social media sites uh want to be a big ally in the battle against compassion fatigue and burnout so you can find me on instagram facebook under sterling davis but definitely check out the website because i'm i'm on my way to greece actually for a giant rescue road trip and we're looking for support with that. We send in vets, vet techs to grease, traps, food, really going to booster, try to bolster up their uh, TNR program out there. Excellent. I remember being in Greece and being on one of the islands and there was a lot of feral cats on that island. Yeah. I have pictures to prove it. <laughs> and um, so that's a great mission to have is to go there. Um, but I can also tell folks who are listening, if you go to the website at trapkinghumane.org, um, you can get a cool Trap King t-shirt oh, yeah. or phone cover or a mug <laughs> um, or a backpack even. So <laughs> lots of cool stuff. Um, Sterling was at Global Pet Expo last week. I missed him while I was there. But uh, what was the best thing that happened to you there, Sterling? <laughs> well, I love I was working with with Yao. I love talking with different uh, marketers and things like that. Like a lot of the people that I met um, for me, my main thing is to create. I want to create a trap, my own trap king trap, uh, trap king covers that that come with the calming agent inside the cover. So a lot of those type of conversations uh making a phone Bluetooth compatible to a cat trap. So, you know, when the trap is occupied, sharing all of those type of ideas and informations and, and, you know, get the possibility of being able to have such a trap like that. Cause it's going to help my mission. And then hanging with my buddy, Nathan, the cat lady who came out with me, he, uh, <laughs> every time we get together, it's 
hilarious, but Nathan is another cat guy. And um, we do a lot of work together. We actually have a dating app together, believe it or not. <laughs> For people who love cats? Right. It's called Tabby Dates. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. <laughs> so I got to hang out with buddy Nathan again, and that was fun. We like Laverne and Shirley. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So he's, he calls himself Nathan the crazy cat lady? Well, Nathan the cat lady. If you if okay. you look yeah, if you look him up on Instagram, you'll see him. He's a cool dude with a bunch of cats. He's a he's an actor actually, but I've been having him travel with me and do rescue work with me. And like I said, we have the date nap tabby dates together. So it was good because I hadn't seen him in a while. All right. Well, that's a good for all the uh, crazy cat ladies who might be listening, <laughs> right? They can right, find right. a. A man who loves cats or a woman who loves cats oh, on yeah. a tabby date. Right, right. I, I have to let it. people know that it's for cat lovers to link up with other cat lovers. It's not for cats to hook up with cats. No, I, a... yeah, I got that. That's cool. People have asked me that before. Is this like a breeding app? No, <laughs> <laughs> that would go totally against TNR. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, we got to meet people with uh, common interests. So I think that's a great way to do it. Um, why not? I've yeah. <laughs> got to get got to get more people together that are cat lovers. Um, so because and I know a lot of cat lovers, so I'm going to tell them <laughs> about that as well. Um, what would you want to leave us with here today, Sterling? Um, I would want to say um, with everything that's going on in the world and cat rescue and anything, you know, my goal has always been to have a positive effect on every living, every living creature's path that I cross. And I would hope others would do the same. And I would like to say you don't lose cool points for compassion. Yep, I don't think you do. I think it makes you cooler. Right. 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 So stay new to your pets. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then I, my favorite saying is until there are none, please adopt one. Right. Yes. Yes. Adopt, don't shop. Yes, yes. Definitely. So that's a big thing for me as well. Plus making sure that people have a plan for their pets so that if something happens to a pet parent, that those pets don't end up in a shelter right. um, because they didn't have anybody to care for them. Right. Right. That is very okay. important. Yeah. Oh my gosh, there's so much to do, right? In the world right. of cats. But thank you for your contributions. We really appreciate it. And thank you to our listeners. We hope you'll join us each and every week. And um, please check out uh, Sterling the Trap King um, on his website at trapkinghumane.org. And join us next, next week for the next episode of All My Children Wear Fur Coats. And until then, happy tales. Thank you for joining us on All My Children Wear Fur Coats with your host, Peggy Hoyt. We hope you learned something valuable for the benefit of your pet. We want to keep loved pets in loving homes by educating pet parents about the importance of ensuring every pet has a forever home. Get more information about creating a legacy for your pet at AnimalCareTrustUSA.org or LegacyForYourPet.com. Buy a copy of All My Children Wear Fur Coats, How to Leave a Legacy for Your Pet on Amazon. Join our email list or make a donation. Pet professionals and advisors are invited to join our trusted advisor network. Until next time, happy tales!